0: Welcome to Sydney Property Insider, giving you news and insights on the Sydney property market. Your hosts are Michelle May, a professional buyer's agent and owner of her independent buyer's agency, and Marcus Roberts, a member of Property Investment Professionals of Australia and owner of leading mortgage broker firm, Brighter Finance. Good morning and welcome to the Sydney Property Insider podcast, the show where we talk about all things property in the city of Sydney. Michelle, how are we this morning? Good, how are you? Very, very well. I have had a um, I've had a, a long weekend up in, in Byron. It was uh, lovely, but also glad to be back in slightly cooler weather.
1: I know it's good today, isn't it? Not too hot,
0: <laughs> really. Is so today we are doing our next in our series of suburb deep dives, and we're mm. focusing on the suburb of Clovelly. So mm. you know how it started, where it came from, where it is today, and so forth. So, so Michelle, Clovelly.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a history there um, to start you off with, for those you you don't know. The advent of the suburb can be traced back to the extension of the tram line to the coastline. And before it, Clovelly was actually known as uh, Little Coogee, and the area was dominated during the 19th century by the grand estate of Mandara Towers. Now, those towers were demolished in uh, 1926 to make way for a more suburban development and, you know, make way for the way it looks more like today. The infant school in Little Coogee was started as early as 1897, so wow. early settlers there, uh, and in the Mission Hall of the Church of England in Barner Street. And Clovelly Public School officially dates back from uh, 1913. Wow. Yeah. So the major subdivisions for domestic housing, residential housing commenced um, really from nineteen oh nine. The local process association argued that there were 717 houses constructed within meters of the proposed tram route that had not yet been completed. And and due to these lobbying efforts, the tram line to Valley was completed somewhere between 1912 and 1913. And this allowed Cloverly to continue developing, obviously, through this connection to the city and and the rest of the other suburbs around it through the 1920s. Unfortunately, they stopped operating that tram line in 1957. Which
0: is, which is amazing given that here we are in 2018 and, and they're looking at doing the city light rail, um, back again. So you may as well have just kept the tram lines after all.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Um, I mean, the closest it's going to get is Randwick, really, mm. isn't it? So, yeah, it's a, it's a shame they stopped using that. Now, the suburb was um, – Clovelly was officially named after the seaside village of Clovelly in Devon, which is very picturesque. Mm. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's it's a beautiful place. And Clovelly's heyday was really between the end of the First World War and the 1930s. and During the Great Depression, Randwick Council had the great insight to um, start a scheme to keep the unemployed men employed by building concrete foreshores for Clavelli, in an attempt to make access to the bay's foreshores easier for bathers. So they're already <laughs> yeah. keeping the leisure, leisure activities in mind, which is great. So they actually envisaged uh, an Olympic-sized swimming pool in the bay. Again, that facility would also keep the local men employed during the worst of, of financial times. It was also planned to build a, a causeway, a scenic road across the entry to the bay, but wild storms in '38 dashed hopes of this and you can still see the remains of that causeway um, at low tide and it sort of forms a protective reef which is quite good now the plans were were quite controversial at the time but yeah the merits of this work was still debated today now in 1907 the surf life-saving brigade was formed and inaugurating the, you know, the, the surf life-saving tradition in this suburb, which still continues today. And they've, they've had a number of heroic rescues, most notably uh, is mentioned the, the rescue of Schnapper uh, or the big rescue on Sunday 4th, um, 4th of December 1927, they they continue to have a predominant part of the culture and heritage in in this suburb. You know, anybody who who knows Covelli immediately thinks of of that beautiful beach there, protected, you know, really are not – a nice inlet that's safe for children to swim as well. And and obviously also competitive swimming is still part of of, um, of this suburb, so definitely one of the most beautiful um, seaside suburbs here. And did you know that it's actually called Chloe, not Clovelly? If you're in the know uh, by the local residents, they, they tend to clo- call it Chloe instead of Clovelly, so <laughs> there you go.
0: Wow. So... Yeah, that's a that's a great insight into the last hundred, hundred and twenty odd years of um, Clavelli's history. Mm. Uh, and you know, where is it today? And what does Clavelli look like today in terms of, I guess, the the statistics? If mm. you were someone looking to potentially buy uh, either as your own home or as an investment property in the area, yeah, you know, what are some of the things that you might want to know?
1: Okay, so let's talk statistics and property, which is what I love diving into. So what we know is that obviously Covelli is one of the most tightly held and most prestigious of the beachside suburbs in Sydney. So i draw up some charts for you there, Marcus, that we're, we can both look at now. So, for example, just to give you an idea of the median house price currently, in 2017 for that year, it was $3,220,000. So that's the median. So that's exactly in the middle. So 59 properties were sold in that period. So, you know, around, what is it, 25, 27, you sit around the 3.2 mil. So Mm. there's a huge number above that, huge number below that. If you look at the price segmentation of that, really you don't get anything under 2 mil. So and, it's and, two two million upwards is, and, is, is you're looking at for a house. And, and as
0: they, you said, Michelle, with the um being tightly held, I mean I can you know, certainly certainly attest to that in, in terms of the, the numbers of properties sold in each year, mm. you're looking just over fifty properties every year. So Correct. maybe one a week. Which yeah. really when you think about like and certainly I know um from Livian and Anandale, as we go as we go walking on weekends or during the week, seeing the number of for sale for Auction properties. There's many, many more than one per week that would be being sold in that in yeah. our suburb. Yeah. So um, just over fifty. So it really is like once people get in, they're mm. in.
1: That's right. They don't leave. And 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 so when you're looking at the dwelling structure, so what what if if you break down the suburb, what is apartment versus house, which is further down there, you see that forty-seven percent are apartments or units. Uh, flats. And the rest is, so just over 50% is either a separate house, a freestanding house, or a semi or a terrace, right? So it's really interesting. So it's, just, it's sort of 50-50. But when I looked, delved into this deeper, when, again, going back to how tightly held it is, when I looked at um, apartments for clients who, um, they were looking to buy two or three bedroom apartment with parking in Clovelly. So this was just a month ago. When I did the research, it actually turned out that in the year previous, so from end of Feb uh, last year to end of Feb now of this year, only 28 apartments that fit that brief soul. So it's amazing that it's no wonder that people can't get on the, in the market there because,
0: amazing. you know, 28
1: yeah. of, of two to three bed, one to two bath and one car sold in that period. And the median price for that uh, type of property was $1.3 million. You know, so you, you do have to have a uh, considerable amount of money compared to other suburbs around it. When you're looking, for example, let's look at the rats surrounding properties. You've um, got Kuji, where 116 apartments sold with those criteria for a median price of 1195. Marubra is the most affordable of the lot, um, being the furthest south there at 950 and 125 apartments sold there. Um, Bronte and Bondi Beach were more expensive. Bronte only had twenty six for sale in that pocket. One four six five was the median and Bondi Beach was seventy for sale. So obviously Bondi Beach consists of a lot more apartments than, than
0: you know. Much bigger been, beach as absolute, well. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and much but, bigger
1: suburbs. Absolutely. And so that had the median price of one four seven. Um spit is right up there. Bondi Bondi itself was 1.2, but obviously, yeah, you need to have a fair bit of money up your sleeve when you want to come to Clovelly. But it's a beautiful suburb, obviously. Now, when we're looking at median house prices and how it's increased over the years, the last negative growth really was in 2012. And since then, it's had, you know, 20%, 10%, 5%, 41% growth. So year on year, you're looking at, You know, an enormous amount of of capital growth had you bought in 2012 and before, obviously, um, you'd be doing quite well compared to, you know, the rest of the market as well. Apartment, same thing. The last negative growth was in 2012. Since then, it's had double digits every year. Now, if you buy the right the right thing in that suburb, you know, obviously there's still underperformance in every suburb, but um, Clovelly is one of those suburbs where, you know, there'll always be underlying demand should you buy, you know, the right property there. So when you're looking at apartments, let's look at the um, the medium price there. So I mentioned, you know, for two, one, two to three bedrooms, one to two bath and one car, um, last year it was one, three, five. But actually overall, uh, it's slightly higher than at one three eight five uh, over the over two thousand and seventeen and overall of all apartments it was only forty six apartments that were sold which is you know that's tiny tiny number
0: it's a tiny amount given mm-hmm. um, given the amount of stock that is there it's yeah. just tightly held stock
1: absolutely yeah absolutely so um, then looking at, uh, what the where the largest number of sales are is really around that one point two to one point five million dollar mark. Um it sort of starts off from eight hundred thousand, but that's you know, that would be a tiny one better, maybe even studio. And then it can go up to, you know, over three mil for the
0: for an apartment in the house
1: area. yeah <laughs> well, you know beach views and all this kind of yeah. stuff so um when you're looking at rents as well uh, rents are really interesting because if you're looking at uh, a one bed apartment it rents for $600 a week on the median so obviously there's uh more expensive and cheaper but the halfway mark is 600 and going up to three bed uh you're just under $1000 a week at nine, 975 you know it's steep with houses, let me just have a quick look. Um, the houses, the two bed houses are start from sort of median nine hundred, uh, going up to four bed houses, are nearly two thousand dollars a week, just to you know, and give you a ballpark figure.
0: And again, that you know that certainly speaks to the attractiveness of the suburb itself, being mm. it a, you know for a four bedroom house in Clovelly, near Clovelly Beach, mm. um, you know. In that little pocket there, mm-hmm. um, that would be, you know, certainly something that many families would would probably love to get their hands on. So yeah. it makes sense that the rents are where they are.
1: Yeah, and 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 as you can tell, for the family composition is a lot of families there in that in that suburb. You know, fifty percent is is couples, forty seven percent, I should say, accurately, uh, and then you get the one parent families as well. Um, you know, um, and then you just get. Um, the other major makeup is couples together. So, and, and when you're looking at how they are living there in terms of home ownership, the uh, rental statistics. So, 38 percent in Clovelly is a tenant. 30 percent of people living there is a tenant, and the rest is either they own it outright or um, they still have a mortgage on it. So, you know, that's. Um, smaller amount than a lot of suburbs in the area. I know that Randwick for example has a lot more tenants um, mm-hmm. having that proximity to university as well of course. but yeah I, I think that shows you that you know people love living there as well um, and it's one of those suburbs if you if you get too much a higher proportion of tenants, it changes the face of the suburbs not only in the way that it's been looked after because obviously you know owner occupiers tend to take more pride in the way their property looks. But also just um, the overall um, underlying demand for it for owner-occupiers will continue to stay. So that's really great for, you know, if you're, if you're looking to buy into that suburb, it's very hard to get into. But once you're in, you yeah. know, you buy. Again, you need to buy the right property, of course. I mean, there's always those underperformance on main roads and stuff. But um, you, you, you would, you know, you would continue to do well for the future. So those are the numbers from
0: my part. Yeah, and truly fascinating, especially the um, especially the percentage that are tenants, as you as you say, um, in that thirty eight percent bracket. Which again, less than somewhere like Bramwick where Mm. you've got University of New South Wales, and you're going to have and you've got Prince of Wales Hospital, and so Mm. forth. So again, a really attractive suburb for um, for couples, for families and so mm. forth, because you have the beach right there yeah. and you are still close to, to places like Bondi Junction if you need shopping or, um, and relatively close to the city as well.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and compared to other suburbs, it may not have the public transport facilities that other suburbs do. But I think the draw of the beach there and and the surrounding suburbs that are perhaps better connected. We'll will always make sure that Clovelly is one of these best suburbs to live in in, yeah. in Sydney for sure.
0: For sure, and, and um, in line with that, certainly speaking about you know transport and how do you get to the city, how do you get to mm. to various places, Clovelly is going to be one of those suburbs that you probably do want a car and you probably do want yeah. a um. You do want a garage if if possible because many of those um, blocks of units don't necessarily have um, parking space except road mm. parking. But you can certainly still get to the city. You can take public transport. Um, trains are a bit tricky. Uh, if you do need a train, you're going to need to get yourself to Bondi Junction um, mm. to then get on the train line um, from the eastern suburbs into, into the city or then out west. There are bus services, and especially during rush hour, we've got – the Express 40 or the X40, which between 6.30 and 8.30 every morning, there's one every sort of 5 to 15 yeah. minutes. yeah. And those take you all the way into town into near Museum Station. But then outside those areas, you've got three, 338, which will take you to Central. And then, of course, Central you can get uh, on train anywhere. Um, 339, which would take you to Modern Place. And, you know, something we mentioned around the, the tram lines Unfortunately, it only will go to Ramwick. However, if you can get to Ramwick, once the Sydney light rail has been put in place, you know, that will eventually link you all the way into town. So if you can get to Ramwick, it will take the light rail, supposedly every few minutes, will then take you all the way down basically to the rocks. Mm. So... It is, however, as as we've said, slightly trickier than somewhere say somewhere like Merrickville, um, which we've spoken about before, mm. which has you know a tra- dedicated train line, dedicated mm. buses, and, and so forth. In terms of school catchment zones, because you know we've mentioned that families are predominantly the, the people that are looking to live there um, for primary schools, uh, you've got Clavelli Public School, which you know Allison Road to the south is sort of the border of of that. Um, of that catchment area, uh, and then you've got Coogee to the south, you've got Ramwick to the west, and then you've got Bronte to the north. Because of course, if you go further east, you're just going to end up in the ocean. Um, <laughs> secondary school is via a, a much larger catchment zone, um, which incorporates Ramwick Boys and Ramwick Girls, mm. and those encapsulate most of most of well all of Clavelli, plus some of the other areas um, to the south and north. Um, again, if you, if school catchment zones are something that are of in interest to you, if you're a family or if you're looking to start a family and looking for the place to live for the next few years, you can always go to myschool.edu.au, which will give you a few years history of the demographics, test scores, etc. So yeah. as we've done prior, we'll put the link to myschool.edu.au in the show notes. But then if you're looking to live there and you want to spend a, a Saturday morning, one morning, you do have. It's really a lifestyle suburb. So you've got a great absolutely. selection of cafes. Mm. You've got a great selection of restaurants. You've got all the way up Clavelli Road. You've got um, the Clavelli Social House to Gordon's to Sea Salt Cafe overlooking the beach and the Clavelli Hotel. The local pub has a great vibe. It's right near the beach um, for an after beach drink or an after sort of after walk, walk drink. Um,
1: <laughs> well, you deserve it if you've done that big walk. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. So one of one of the things that you can certainly do is the Bondi to Coogee walk, um, which of course is very famous. And if you, uh, I, th- I mean, it's been a while since I've looked at, it, but I think if you ever go on TripAdvisor, it's always one of the first few things that you can yeah. see in Sydney is that Bondi to Coogee. But then something that that I wasn't aware of until you mentioned it earlier, Michelle was the Gordon's Bay Underwater Nature Trail, which yeah. is a sort of a self-guided scuba diving or snorkeling adventure, where the trail itself can be it can almost be compared to a bushwalking track in the, the wilderness, but underwater. So, yeah, you know, that's you, right. you uh, dive underwater it takes about 40 minutes to dive across that 600 meters. Um, on a clear day, it's possible to snorkel that trail from the surface. Mm. Uh, and there's a number of steel plaques attached to concrete drums linked together by chains um, with some information about the local sea life. So, yep. If that sounds like your cup of tea, you'll likely spot some starfish, some sea urchins, cuttlefish, and blue gropers, and it should take you around um, four minutes to complete. And by that point, you probably um, tuck it out, so it might be time to go to, go to the Clovelly Hotel from there. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's a great day. Like you know, you really get to enjoy. It. I mean, because Clavelli, like you said, is a lifestyle suburb. I mean, my clients ended up, you know, starting off. Um, casting the net wide around Bondi and Coogee and Maroubra, but they just loved Glenelg. They were renting there at the at the time, and you know we just we we kept coming back to that suburb because it it is it's a gorgeous place to live. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, definitely great suburb.
0: In terms of your your daily amounties and your basic amounties, um in the area, you know your your local Woolworths is about two kilometre walk. Uh, or a twenty-minute walk from Clovelly, and located in Coogee near the Coogee Bay Hotel. If you do need a Coles, it's a bit further afield and, and near the Prince of Wales Hospital in Ramwick. And then for your, I guess your local shopping centre, it really is going to be Bondi Junction, which is you know a 15 mount bus ride or a, a ten to fifteen-minute car trip. Mm.
1: And of course, you've got the smaller IGAs and yeah, the local absolutely. shops, of that, course. Yeah. You
0: know. Only if you you're doing that that big weekly <laughs> shop. That's right. Dog parks. Um, Clavelli again. Um, something that I'll be hit over the head if I don't mention. Um, <laughs> Burrows Park and Bundock Park are both great for walking your dog. And the great thing about again living by the living by the ocean is you you've got those beautiful views over the ocean and fantastic at sunrise i mean i'm sure it's nice at sunrise i've never seen a sunrise um but certainly um certainly at sunset as well it, it should be very um it should be very pretty so you we- make me
1: laugh but you know i can assure you it is beautiful at sunrise i have done it and um also of course you can take your dog on the bondage could you walk i mean yes yeah. a bit annoying sometimes too many dogs <laughs> You're tripping over them but most dogs are very good they're on the lead and you know, great, great workout for both you and, and your dog. So I highly recommend doing that sometime. I think that's about us. Yeah, that's, that's, that's about it for uh, for Clovelly. I think that's a good more, intro. Yeah, I yeah. think there's lots more to talk about. But um, if you've got any more questions regarding Clovelly property, um, always just um, email us, of course, at asksydneypropertyinsider.com.au. At do you want to add anything else, Marcus? Have we covered everything now? No, I think that's really a yeah. good intro for, mm-hmm. for the time being. As, as
0: we say, if you do have any questions about either the suburb itself or if you've got um, questions about anything that we've spoken in prior episodes or things to come in later episodes, um, please let us know. That's ask at sydneypropertyinsider.com.au or check out our Facebook page, uh, which you can find simply by searching Sydney Property Insider. All for us front this week. Have a have a lovely week, everyone, right and we'll speak to you soon.
1: Catch up next week.